0: Beholding in Eis Chafes, Tashlai in Ita. Amar Kazer. The King says. So we finished proving that. The King says to him, Ratzayni Shetareini, Tzah Mechachmas Likei Chavim. It's one gives the Omayim, Meach Mechachmas Likei Chavim, and the Eisim In other words, I want you to explain to me a little bit of the Chachma of the Chavim, the Chachma of the based on the Torah. Once again, this is a, something which already is brought down in the Gemara, was the sign of the Chokhmah of the Jewish people. Uh, the Apostle, that's your intelligence, and that's your Chokhmah. in the eyes of the nations. So the Gemara says that's the the Ebru, which means the ability to understand how the solar system works. The ability to understand how the solar system works, because that was something which the other nations were envious of, our, of us because we had information that they didn't. We had information that they didn't, and uh, therefore the ability to be able to understand exactly how the solar system runs was something which we have and we needed as part of the terror, because the Chacham is going to explain to us. And uh, where do we have information from? Obviously, it was given to us from Hashem Chodesh Baruch, it was given to Moshe Rabbeinu. If there's an importance of knowing how the system works, So then obviously the keys to understanding how the system works had to be explained to us. But uh, the ga'im who were relying on their own analysis, what they could see themselves, obviously had no understanding or no no ability to work out exactly how the system works, and they had to rely on Qayyad yisrael's Seir, which was a sign of the Chachma we have and they don't, because they had to concede that that we had a, a store of wisdom that they didn't. Why was it like that? Why was it the solar system something which uh, the dangerous, as intelligent as somebody may have been, weren't able to work out on their own? And the answer is simple. There's much more than the human eye can see. And therefore, there would be factors they wouldn't have known about. If the means that they had their disposal was to look and see what they could see in the sky and uh, what they could identify, what they could uh, discern, so then there would be much more that was way beyond the ability of what they were able to see. They have no knowledge of what that was. And uh, just as an example of this, Aristotle one place says, he was, he was making a study of how counting the stars. And we all think it's ridiculous, how are you going to count the stars? There's galaxies, there's Milky Ways, there's, there's thousands of stars that a person can't see. But then again, he was limited to what he, could see. Okay. Uh, what he could see. And therefore he thought that this is the amount of stars that there are, but there's not enough information to understand the system. There's too much missing. Uh, just for example, you know, as we know the system today, that uh, the way that the, the, the system of astronomy works and how the orbits of the various planets work is the gravitational pull each planet has in the others. But to understand it, you have to know all the planets. And if they weren't aware of one of them, they you didn't know you knew what they could see, then of course they didn't have the information to understand the system. Yes. Because I it. it said, it's the Chakram that gave us because it was given to us from Israel. The we'll world didn't have the tools to look at yet. Today we do have the tools to look at, between telescopes and between satellites and between uh, the various other things which we are aware of today and we can make use of today. We know much, much more, obviously, about the system that people did then. And the amazing thing is, the more we explore the system and uh, the more accurate we get at measuring the system, the closer and closer we come to what Chazal said. I uh, mentioned this before, but I'll just say it again, and that is uh, right now the most accurate way of measuring. Uh, t- things is within uh, a's atomic clo- atomic clock and uh, the feed the uh, calculations that they've come to the way that the the time that they measure the lunar month which means when the moon appears and it will appear again is within a few halakim of the time ta- of the Sheikh gave us so as they get more uh, perfect the skill of, understand- of being able to work it out we're getting closer and closer to what Hashem originally told us as the Chavah is going to say. The first thing I want to show you is, and says, as I already told you before, is that exactly the Ch'tkovah Salavano, which means the cycle of the moon, Ashei Chav days, days 29 days, Yudbei Shahs, 12 hours, and Topshin Saligimil Chalakim, 793 Chalakim. That's a very, very accurate chair and exactly how long it's going to be, until we can tell exactly when, when you're going to see the moon again. And that's Mekubal, we of based on we have a of that. I do why it says based on it, really, we have to come back to Meshwabana. And that's what he means, is that we have a mystery from the calendar. And the calendar was given to us by based on which means the same, from the house of David, who were the ones who had to, and it was their prerogative, to announce Rosh Kodesh every month. And they were the ones who, gave us the calendar too, so we understand from them they could predict about 2,000 years ago exactly when every time the murder was going to fall they could give us the calendar for the next 2,000 years and they were completely accurate it's exactly when they say the murder is going to be, it's when the murder is. so we see we have a from the Nassim based of it it, which doesn't go wrong, exactly how the murder is going to be and once again, the secular way of counting time has made a number of mistakes, we know there are a number of times in history they've had to add a day or subtract a day or add a few days even, because the the, the, the way they counted time wasn't accurate enough and then they kind of lost track with, with time. Oh, this is a Gregorian calendar, and then there's a Julian calendar, and then they added a day over here, and they took away a day over there. That was like, we had to make adjustments because it's not accurate enough. Whereas by us, we've had the calendar given to us from the hill on the sea, which was 1,800 years ago, We don't had to change a thing. That's exactly right. And everything's falls false which means we had a much more accurate cycle of how the time works. Just like at the moment, Tzukafas Chama So we know exactly where the the solar, so to speak, the solar seasons are. We call it the Chama, of the year. Asher Hayyibon is Harim and we know that there's halachah is dependent on this. The says that Shemarz Chodesh Avi Vasisa Pesach, and we know that Pesach always is the full Tzukafas Nissan, and it always will. The way that the calendar worked out is we know always what Kufa's Nisan is going to be so that we'll never miss it. The Beisach will always be held to the and the proof is in the mid You'll see every year when the Kufa is, is before Pesach. When they saw that the Kufa of Teves, which means the winter, was going to extend until the 16th of Nisan, then we have to make it a leap year. And the idea of making it a leap year was to realign the months with the seasons which is a system which is way more complicated than any other nation used. There were some nations which just use the solar calendar like the Christians, and uh, the moon doesn't play any role whatsoever. There were some nations which just use the lunar calendar like the uh, Islam. And again, and then the things t- tend to travel around the earth because there's no line-up between the one and the other one. And it's after my eyes that we have a system which is built in a way which keeps the two in, 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 in tandem with each other, They're connecting to each other. And once again, you have to ask yourself the question in all things like that, and that is, Jewishkeit, kind of Judaism came before both Christianity and Islam, which means they weren't working from nothing. They were working on a model they knew about, and if that was the case, why didn't they copy it? In so many things they did, an idea of prayer that they did, an idea of a day of rest once a week they did, and so a lot of things. Judaism became a template which the other religions adapted and changed, but the so they didn't veer very far from the original. Even the idea of prophecy was a Jewish concept. And they all accepted and made themselves prophets as well. An idea of a divine book was a Jewish concept. And they did the same thing as well. So, they, they, in so many ways, the whole religion is built around a copy of Judaism, which was the model they had to work off. So, while it came to time, didn't anyone try and take the Jewish model? Didn't anyone try and take the Jewish model? Um, it's even brought down that the early Christians relied on the Jews for the calendar the days they celebrate are around our Pesach whatever it's going to be so they would rely on the Jews for the calendar to know when they were going to celebrate their festivals and why, why can not they do it themselves why can not they build a summer system themselves and the answer is the same thing they didn't know how to do it the Chachm of how to work out the, how the calendar works it's not so straightforward it's a calendar which is a cycle of 247 years until it repeats itself and mm-hmm. uh, in, in that term of 47 years there could be it's the like the seven different cycles of uh, time of 19s within that how, how, the, how the cycle works, which was again we have that because there is a mystery whereas they didn't have it, therefore they couldn't work with it, and therefore they were forced to either accept the sun or the moon, just one of them, but they had no way to work with both because they had no way how to know how to line two up with each other, and therefore, being as the Torah tells us, just as an example, to keep Esau in the spring, but it keep Tzava his Ishmael's Chodesh Aviv and therefore the Torah warns us to keep the Aviv, the Bezich in spring and we have to know how to do that but when the world talks about it's good cool for being a season spring or summer, wherever it's going to be there isn't a clear date when the spring starts, when the summer start it's, it's a time of year but it doesn't have a clear demarcation of what, what begins summer yes, another today they say that uh, solstice begins uh or equinox, whatever it's going to be uh, as, uh, the points of the year but it doesn't begin or end the season the seasons uh, the seasons begin before the winter solstice and afterwards is winter what started winter so you just to say well take the second date the first of december the first of january whatever it is there's nothing special about that day it's just the random day they chose because you, know, so you have no factors when seasons start and end and so it's the time of year this is the time of spring exactly was yesterday winter today spring or not well, what's the demarcation date? is isn't one. But do you need? No, but you're saying that they didn't have one because they didn't have anything to work with. So we see the time of year when things get warm in spring, the time of year when things are hot is summer, the time of year when things are cold is winter. But if the Torah is telling you something called, and you have to make sure that Pesach falls in Tkufas Nisan, and it's a shadow of days sometimes, it means there has to be a very clear distinction, this is called Tkufas Nisan, this is the spring. So we have to have a very clear way of working out. Now spring begins. And then something in. It's only we had a atmosphere of, of how to do it. Now, it could be true that the going didn't need it so much. What's the difference? So yes, there was spring. today. spring. Next week is spring. What's the difference? we Will enjoy the good weather whenever it's going to be? Uh, and it's true, maybe it doesn't make a difference to them, but it does make a difference to us, which is why we need to know how to do it. And then the question would be, if they wanted to understand it, there would be that sense of, how do you know how to do that? How do you have the information to be able to decide when a new season starts? And as we said before, what well, the Prophet says is, That's the which, again, wasn't worked out the same way that they had to work out information. They couldn't work it out because it was given to us. It wasn't something which we had the ability to compute. And as he says, The way that the world works out seasons, we divide into four. And every color of each Quarter is 91 days in a quarter, which makes up 365 days, and that's more or less the the system. Based on that calculation, the Pesach will fall in winter. And therefore, those who said that the Torah, we are keeping the Torah and keeping the Chodesh as it's meant to be, which animal Sharish Echod, but which people and Pesach, who are going to be able to keep the Torah, who are going to be able to what the world considered to be spring whether it's May or April, whatever it is then uh, the son of the wouldn't fall into us so they think, you know, keeping the halacha right that we don't have Paisach in the Tkufa but that's because they're taking a, a, a random estimate or a rough idea when the Tkufa begins or ends but for the Islam of the is they didn't know that there's a way to look at exactly when the Tkufa begins and ends and that was something that was hidden from them built him before Samus, it wasn't well known and if do that we we keep the current in a way that Pesach will always fall out in the right in the right season. Now this is an important point. Let's work it out. Let's explain. What is the real sign of the thousand? Not that the fact that it got warmer or got cold or that the winds blow, or that leaves fall off the trees. Well, what is the way that we work out the thousand? I'll be tired. So a little bit of a background which is really what the Gemara talks about in Rosh Hashanah. As we talk about the 12 Mazaras, the 12 uh, constellations of stars which make up the zodiac, it's really you're talking about a ring of stars which surrounds the world. They're all there. They're all there. They're all in the positions the of stars are in, around the world. The, as the world turns on its axis, so then there will be a different order where we see the stars. Now the only see the stars at night. In order a different beginner, Well, it's the same order as where we start from. Why? Because you only see stars at night. And depending where the world is in relation to the sun, is where the shkia is going to be. And then which are the stars which are directly opposite the sun that you're going to see at shkia. In other words, the uh, the stars are always there. But when we talk about the mazala of the time, is the stars that you'll see on the eastern horizon when the sun sets in the west. So as the world moves around the sun, if you imagine a ring of stars and you imagine the ball moving in a circle, so as it's always facing the sun, so as it goes around the sun, so the, the, the stars which are opposite the sun, uh, which means with the stars you'll see on the opposite side in the sun setting, will keep changing as we go around, in other words, as each month is going to change. Each month is going to change. And that's how we work out which Kufa it is. In other words, with the position of the stars opposite the sun. Um, I go. I have to ask a question, which always confuses people, because it comes from a really lack of understanding. We know that there are twelve there There's twelve constellations of stars, we know each month has a mazzal. So I always ask people, what's the Maslow of Adar It's the thirteenth month. What's the mazzal of Adar And the answer is there's no such thing, uh-huh. because the mazzalas work with solar months, not lunar Just so the, the... Right. So the 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 month is a separate system. There's something called the solar month, which means, as the world turns, we have like a clock, if you imagine that, of 12 points, which are 12 things of stars around the world. As the moon, as the world moves around the sun, so there'll be a different. will be next to the one, there'll be next to the two, there'll be next to the three. Next to means what's exactly opposite us, opposite the sun. So if the sun's in the middle and you have the stars around, as the world moves, so we call what's opposite the sun now, what's opposite the sun now, what's opposite the sun now, and that's what we call the solar month. And I need and it'll go round and round and round, and it'll always be 12. And the idea of the leaf month is only for the moon to catch up with the sun, but there'll only be 12 solar months. And therefore, now to work on when the coffee is, it's very simple. We have a, a clear demarcation point of when we see a new, a new month starting. It's not just we can work it out by the temperature, which is very unclear. We can see what the stars are, which are opposite the sun, in other words, then we know that the walls move to a new position. And based on that, we can work out in its Kufa sir, because its Kufa is a period of three months and we can see by the position of sun to stars, which position we're in. And that's something he says, we, we, that's, that's a given. This doesn't depend on the climate, it doesn't depend on global warming, it doesn't depend on whether it's rainy this year or dry this year. It's a much more accurate way of looking at the seasons. And based on that In thousands of years, it's never gone on. To be and that's always the example of where the calendar went wrong, like I yes. said, that uh, the Roman calendar had to be upgraded and changed and tweaked and added days or days taken away a few times because Was it, right? it wasn't accurate. It not now, there's another point here also, and that is, in order to understand that system, when I start to have a picture of not just the, the idea that we have changes in, in uh, the temperature or in the... Or in the in the month, in the seasons, we have to understand the whole picture of how the system works. Because we notice there's a third factor here too. We can talk about the position of the world to the sun to the stars, which is one position. There's a third cheshman also, and that is, is the cheshman of the planets. Because the world isn't the only thing circling, the planets also circle, and they also have to have a different uh, orbit and a different length of time of they circle. But then again, we have the idea of Brikasachama. An idea of Brikasachama is the fact that everything lands up back to a starting point. So it's not just that the Earth is in the same position to the Sun that it was on Asa It means that all the other planets have, so as we completed their orbits as well, and are also all in the same position that as they were on Asa To understand that, and work on when exactly the Birka are is going to be, because it doesn't always fall the same day of the month. It's always going to be a Wednesday, That yes, but it doesn't always fall on the same date. And therefore, to work on when the Birka is going to be, which means to work out the system of when all the solar bodies are going to line up again in the right places, it's not just a question of getting the moon and the sun to line up together. You have seven planets, and they all have to line up together, which means that in order to do that, you have to appreciate the system of all seven of them, and how, they, how their uh, orbit works, and how they go, what speed they're going, and what space they're going to line up again in the same places that they were by my Is that dynamic, or it's fixed? Every 27 it's, years? It's it's every 28 time. years, but it's not to the day. In other words, it's, after 28 years, it will be the right Wednesday, which everything comes back into position again. And can that be calculated in advance? Or the- we can, and as can, that's what we're saying. And that is that the government had no way to know how to do that. Then, whereas us we had a musterah, which means we had time to understand not just the system of this, how the world travels and how the moon travels, we also had to have knowledge of how all the other planets travel too. And because of that, we could work out the system of when all of them were going to work and when all of them were going to line up again. Now, until now, we've restrained this to a very, a very, very physical, uh, mathematical, so to speak, understanding of the model of the universe and how the astronomy works and how the planets line up. And we said, well, why would that make a difference? Well, to us, halachically, it makes a difference which season we it makes a difference when you have to add a month, it makes a difference when you go going to say Merkasachama, what makes a difference when is going to be, what will make a difference to the nonjas? Like we said, the position of the stars will make a difference to them. If they're using that for direction for navigation, or navigation, if they want to know when they have night na- at night time, and so because when the moon is going to be visible, when the moon is going to rise, when the moon is going to set, we got something else, which we, we, don't, we hardly look at the sky because we don't need it for anything. But in the, if you're relying on moonlight as your only source of light at night, so then it's not just a shadow of when is the Shodesh. The moon isn't a given when, what stage is going to rise and set. That changes day to day. And if you have to be able to predict in advance when am I going to have light at night, then you'd have to know, Meirosh, what time moonrise is going to be and what time moon is going to be, and it's not the same thing. It changes every day of the month. And then again, understanding the system, would will be able to provide that. But that's all on the physical level. On the spiritual level, so we know that there's certain kaichas which work through different planets or work through different uh, uh, stars. The Ramban talks about a lot. And if a person then... The Ramban talks about the kajkas, the kajkas, the the and a case like that, if a person knows what, what stars being much be now, which means what's the primary koyach, which is the koyach which is dominant, and which planet is dominant, and which position it has to be dominant, then it will make a difference. And this is the Gemara in Shabbos. The Gemara talks about Ashba, the of the Mazl of the month, and the Gemara talks about Ashba, the of the Mazl of the day, and Ashba, the of the Mazl of the hour, and uh, it, it had to mean, if you're working with these kinds of Ashbaas, it means the person has to understand the system very well. So that's exactly where what the lineup of, of spiritual energies was right now that that koyach was coming from. Once again, even though the non-Jewish nations believed in these things, they had no way of working it out. They had never formula of how to do it. And that's what we call the Seder Eber. The Seder Ibra was the understanding of how the system works, and something which was given to Kai Israel um, directly from Hashem. We wouldn't have had the information on it to work out either, but once we had the information, something we used, and something we could create a calendar with, which we did then, and it stood the test of time. We've never had to update it or annotate it until today. So that's the first part of the Quzari's argument or explanation to what the king asked him to explain assets of understanding astronomy, uh, that, that's, that is, is the Masaryu we have and how accurate our is.